so when you go and learn, before you learn, you make a beracha. So we have Birkat HaMazon, that's the beracha after food. Birkat HaTorah is the beracha before you learn. Maman Rabbi Yochanan, he said, I have a Kama Chomer, and I'm able to change things around over here. Not to change anything, but I can add. Birkat HaTorah Le'achareha. I can learn the Birkat HaTorah. There's, there's two berachot atra. We say in the morning, let's say one before. We don't say any berachah after. When we go up to the Torah, we say Asher Bachar Banu before and Asher Natananu afterwards. So he's saying, I have a berachah afterwards. I can get that from the Torah. From where? I can get that from Min Mazon. I can learn out berachat Torah le'achareha. That's Asher Natananu. I can learn out Hashem Natan Lanu from Birkat Mazon from a Kavachomer. What's the Kavachomer? Oh, before we get that, Birkat Mazon Lefaneha, I can learn how to make the Birkat Mazon Lefaneha. What does that mean? That's Hamotzi. Birkat Mazon Lefaneha is Hamotzi. Birkat Torah Mikavachomer. I'm going to learn it out from Birkat Torah from also Kavachomer. So he's saying like this, I got the Bikata Torah afterwards and the Bikata Mazon and the Hamotzi. I'm gonna learn those of both of those from the Torah. But based on the Kabachomit. I can explain what the Kabachomit is. The only problem is he doesn't explain what's the Kal and what's Hamun. I guess they both have they, they, you know, he learns them out Kabachomit from each other. Rabbi, how do you explain the words Kavachomer? It literally means you have light and something heavy, something lenient and something more strict. When you have a, a, a big law that applies to a light concept, so you say for so sure, you, for it applies sure to that law things. applies to the heavier concept because uh-huh. it's more strict. Strict, okay. So now we don't know right now what's more strict, what's less strict. So it's hard to, to grasp what the kavachomet is. Right. But that's how one, one of the reasons the Gemara is going to go, going to ask on this is because they both have special stringencies right. to it. One is not stronger than the other. I mean, they both no, they both have uh, a strength that the other one does not have. Uh-huh. You can't learn kavachomer. Ma bazon When you have bread, you don't have to make a bracha before, and you still have to make a bracha after. Torah, Torah, which you need to make a bracha before. Shouldn't we learn that you have to make a bracha afterwards? So that's how we're learning it. We have to make afterwards, we don't have to make before. 
So mazon that does not need before needs after Torah which needs before for sure you make one after. So that's how we get mikata Torah afterwards. Now we're going to learn how Motzi from Bichat HaTorah. Umab Torah she'en te'una le'achareha. Torah, you don't need to make a beracha. Afterwards, te'una le'fadam, needs a beracha first. From the Torah, you only need to make a beracha before you learn. So by Torah, you have to make a beracha before you learn. So by food, which you have to make a beracha afterwards. So for sure you have to make a beracha before. Torah doesn't need after and needs before. So food, which needs after, for sure should need before. Right. Meaning in that, 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 in that sense, he's looking at food as more strict, as more uh, heavy. Then Torah. Are we talking about Torah? Learning Torah? We're talking about Aliyah from Torah. It could be on the, he's going in both. Because he's allowed to learn Torah. He said no tenat Torah before, and now we're talking about learning Torah. Right. So the I think he's going on on needing needing even for the regular Bilchat Torah that we make. Maybe he held that you should have Bilchat Le'achareha. So he's saying it's both? This is definitely not a I'm saying it could be both. The reason why we say a Bilchat... Yeah, we have to ask... I ask you what, what we should look look into. Is today, we make a Bilchat Le'achareha by the Seven Torah. So whatever Ma'ala you have for saying Hashem Na'atamanu, why don't we say that in the morning? You just want to sprinkle the salt. That's why you... Yeah, for sure. You gotta check it. We'll check it out. Okay. You call it You don't have any kavach homed. Because food, maybe food is is, is uh, the reason why you have to make a berachah on food is because you benefited from it. Torah, after you learn, you didn't benefit from it. You didn't have a physical uh, benefit. So what do you mean? Torah is uh, enjoyable, right? Like food. Yeah, but also they say it's food uh, for the soul. So. Yeah, so. The rice is they say a nice thing. Torah is the actual, actual opposite. The hana'a that you get from food, you're hungry. And the more hungry, you, the more you eat, the more satisfied you get. The more Torah you get, so, the more you want. Yes, yeah, so you gotta tell you, think a regular guy who doesn't learn. You wanna learn, uh, wanna learn about tefillin? No, I know everything about tefillin. I need to learn about tefillin. Once you start getting into all the different details and the halachot and this, take a masechet they never learned before. Wow, I don't know this. And they always they want more and more. So the more you learn, the hungrier you get for more learning. So you make a berachah afterwards because you, yeah, well, you feel satisfied. But Torah, you don't feel satisfied after you learn. You, you feel like you're more hungry. Then he said, "Malu Torah can chayel olam." You can't learn kavachomet from Torah because Torah is chayel olam. So it's more has a, has a certain uh, it's, it's, it's a lifetime, everlasting. You can never be full, right? Uh, from Torah, yeah. The more you learn, the more you the more you empty you feel. I mean, the more you, you feel good about yourself, you feel good that you learn more. But you want you realize how much more you you want. Yeah. <laughs> so you can't learn from Torah. So basically, Rabbi Yochanan had a kavachomer, and we can't use his kavachomer. We said that on food you make a berachah you make a mazon because it's doraita and b'kata motzi is derabanan so you don't have a you don't have both. So Rabbi Yochanan held that they were both doraita because he had kavachomes. Our Mishnah obviously argues. So question on Rabbi Yochanan. 
We're going to say, we're going to not go with his Kavachome. Therefore, we're going to leave Bikat Mazon as Deoraita and Hamotzi de Rabbanan. So that was just explaining Bikat Mazon is from the Torah, Hamotzi is the Rabbanan. Next Gemara. Amar Rav Yehuda. A person who does not remember if he made a, if he said Shema or not, he doesn't have to say Shema again. Why not? He said Shema, you don't know if he said Shema. You don't have to say Shema again. If you're not sure if you said Emet Viatif, Emet Viatif is after Shema, that last Barakha Bagal is You don't remember if you said Emet Viatif. So do you say Emet Viatif or do you not say Emet Viatif? Gemara says, you say Emet Viatif again. It says, you would think the opposite. Shema, we're saying, you don't have to say. And this one, Emet Viatif, you have to say. So what's the Oraita? What's the Rabbanan? What, Gali What's the second one? What's the second one? Some say not. Right after the Shema, you say, Emet Viatim. And that one, they said, if you don't remember, you got to repeat it. Shema is not more important than that one? Right. But Shema also is not a problem. You can say both. Yeah, you can say Shema also again. Not losing by saying it again, but one know if you have to say it again. So the Yasib you're talking about, that's Maybe I see if you have to repeat. And maybe if you have to repeat. So what's the what's the pshat? It's my tama. Like you're doing something wrong. I don't know why it's written like that. I don't know. I don't see a problem with saying it again if you're not sure. Safeka, so let's see, my time out, what's the reason? Because the mitzvah of saying Shema is only from the rabbis, it's not from the Torah. And even if you want to say that but, the maximum it is Oh, the second paragraph, the next paragraph. Yeah, yeah that last, uh, last section, after, before the Amidah. Matim Rav Yosef, what are you talking about? Mshoch Becham Kumecha doesn't say in Shema that you got to say it at night and say it in the morning? So yeah, so Kiryat Shema, how are you going to tell me Kiryat Shema is the Rabbanan? Kiryat Shema is the Oraita. It says Mshoch Becham Kumecha. Mishok Mechav Kumecha means that it's from the Torah to say it at night and say it in the morning. So anything that's the Doraita, you have to say again. Yeah. Amalea Abayea Umedevret Torah Ktiv. Mishok Mechav Kumecha doesn't mean say Shema in the morning, say Shema at night. It means you have to learn Torah in the morning and learn Torah at night. So the rabbis made a Takana that everybody should say this universal Pirasha of Kiryat Shema. Because it's the one standard, uh, every one standard paragraph that everybody says. It covers everybody. Yeah, it covers everybody. But but in truth, from the Torah, you don't have to say specifically Kiryat Shema. You can say whatever you want. You can say uh, you can learn anything you want. Tanan. says, He has Shema in his in his heart, in his mind, and he does not make his berachot. So if he's not making a beracha afterwards, that means that the beracha afterwards is dirabanan. So on food, <coughs> on food, 
You make a beracha afterwards, you don't make a beracha before. If you're going to say a metviyatib is deoraita, so how come in the Mishnah we said that you don't make a beracha afterwards? A metviyatib is going to be deoraita now. So the vroch leacharea. We should make a metviyatib because that's deoraita. You got the question? So my time, What's the reason why we're making this beracha again? Change it on the side. What's the reason why it would be deoraita? If emet v'yatziv is deoraita because you meant you're talking about yitzia mitzrayim, so you already said in kiryat shema. Okay, ready? Why you have to say? Uh, why you have to say kiryat shema also? Ha kiryat shema adifa adipetarti. Kiryat shema is better because it has both. Kiryat shema has kabbalat omachu shemaim, and it also has yitzia mitzrayim. So kiryat shema is. Has both. Emet v'yatziv only has one. What do you mean, from the rabbis and from the Torah? Has both. Uh, we're saying the reason why emet v'yatziv is from the Torah is because is because it talks about yitzia mitzrayim. So Shema also said has yitzia mitzrayim. So why do we say Shema? Because Shema has both. Shema has kabbalat omachut shemaim, and Shema also has. Has uh, what's it called? Has Yitzia uh, Mitzrayim. Now, Emet Yatim. It's only Yitzia Mitzrayim. Emet Yatim only has Yitzia Mitzrayim. So, if you look over here, what, what's what's the question? You have to understand what the question is because then just say Kiryat Shema and you'll cover both. We have to say Emet Yatim for. You're talking about. That's why you don't need it. Yeah. Safek Kara. I said to the next piece. Okay, fine. Let's, let's, let's continue. So the reason why the Baal Kei is going to have in mind Shema is because it has both. It has Kabbalat Omachut Shemaim and also has Yitzhiya Mitzrayim. And so that's clear, right? So Baal Kei is Tameh. He can't say the Berachot. Our question was, if, he's, if, if Emet V'yativ is Deoraita, he should say, uh, he, he, why doesn't he say it? Because the Emet V'yativ is Deoraita only because Kiyat Shema. But the fact that he's saying Kiryat Shema, he covers Yitzhiyat Mitzrayim, and he covers Kabbalah Omachot Shemaim, that's why the Baal Kei has it in mind, and he doesn't say it again. That's why the Baal Kei has, has Shema in mind, and not in Yitzhiyativ, because by having Shema in mind, you cover Kabbalah Omachot Shemaim, and you cover Yitzhiyat Mitzrayim. So now there's no need for Emet Yitzhiyativ, because you already said Yitzhiyat Mitzrayim. So there's no need to say Emet Yitzhiyativ for a Baal Kei. So is this a question or is this just an answer? I mean, it's an explanation. explanation. Our question was, if you're, if you're going to tell me a how come in the Mishnah we said you don't, you don't say a met You're saying this Ms. Ken, yeah. So we're answering... Because Shema is different because there's two. Shema has both. So that's he's why covering, he's, he's, covering, covering, he's covering his obligation of a met anyways. So for this case, better to say Shema. Better to have in mind Shema. So you'd have to reset. Yeah. Right. So you'd have to reset any part of the Shema. You would have to reset Shema with the three paragraphs of Shema. So you can't reset Shema. Rabbi Lazar Amar Safek Kara Kiryat Shema Safek Lo Kara Chozer Mekorev Kiryat Shema. Person who's not sure if he said Shema. 
He does not go back and say and say again. No, you do go back and say kiryat shema. If you're not sure if you prayed. So person should always be praying. If a person is not sure if he prayed, he can pray again. Even though it's the Rabbana. So, Rabbi Yochanan is saying that since a person should be praying all the time, if he's not sure if he prayed, he's allowed to pray again. Even Hashem's name, everything, everything. Yeah. doesn't matter. <coughs> says only, only if it's a safek if you prayed. If you for sure prayed, then you have to pray twice. So if you're not sure if you prayed, then you can pray again. Then even all the changes that you did say, it's not a problem. So this argues on the first shita that we said that kiryat you don't go back. Over here we're saying kiryat you do go back. Kiryat is deoraita. Okay. Yes. <coughs> so if you look at the bottom of that in Tosafot, of Safek, Wamar, and Mekhi, see the last four lines. So, that this whole case is, is hard to understand. So right that if you're not sure if you said a Mekhi, so maybe you have to say a Mekhi, again. But, if, but um, did you say Shema? Bottom line, if the guy doesn't remember if he said Shema, or a Mekhi, so then he, he could say Shema and cover both. Right, so Safek, if he didn't say Shema and not, doesn't say Shema, he don't say Shema. Safek, Emetviyativ, you say Emetviyativ. So what about Shema? So the last four lines, I mean, Tosafot speaks about the whole thing, but it, he has a very simple answer on the bottom, that it's jo- talking about where you only, you're not sure if you said Emetviyativ. You, you know you said Kiryat Shema, but you didn't say the last paragraph of Shema. So now that you didn't say the last paragraph of Shema, you know you didn't cover your Tiyah Mitzrayim. Yeah, because that's the one that's... Uh, yes, that's right. That's why that would, would, that would make a Mitzvah go like Just one explanation, what, what we're uh, not sure about, because otherwise everything is... Uh, if you, you're not sure if you said Shema. So just say, say Shema, you cover everything. So too they put the batter okay. into this empty cavity. Okay. Person's in the middle of Amidah. This could have been on a Friday afternoon. You had prayed early Mincha. And you come to Shul and they're starting from Mincha again. So, when it's Kashit Palel, you remember that you prayed already. Even if you're in the middle of a Beracha, you stop. Sure. So what if you're in the middle of Amidah? In the middle of Amidah. You come Friday night. You get minha, and then you're in the Amidah minha, and then you remember, hey, pray at one o'clock already. So whatever word you're up to, you stop. Right, and you, you, don't don't finish the bedach, you don't finish the beracha. You don't finish the beracha. You say baruch atah Nothing. You just uh, yeah, you take three times back and say shalom and minovah, and you say vidui for saying it again. No, no, no. Okay. So, so the Gemara says, "Hey, Amir, but you don't discuss about the posek of you beemtza beracha." Ini ve'amar am Nachman ki amir be'rabba ba'ravua ba'an mina. When we buy rabba ba'ravua, yes, as hani bene be'rab. No, because when you put it in the area, these um, people from the yeshiva of Rav that made a mistake. And on Shabbat, they start saying, They start saying the weekday Amidah on Shabbat. So, do they finish the Beracha or do they not finish the Beracha? You start saying, And then you remember, no, it's Shabbat. Now you're, not saying, you're not repeating, you're saying the wrong Amidah. Do you stop cold turkey also? In the middle of Amidah. Or do you finish the Beracha? And that's a question. It's definitely not a question if you finish the whole Amidah. Uh, well, yeah, well, if you didn't mention Shabbat, then you have to pray again. If you mention Shabbat, somehow, in the Amidah, 
Then you don't have to pray again. Good. Now some, in Shema Kolenu, if he added a Ritzeva Chalitzenu for some reason, then he doesn't have to pray again. As long as he mentioned Shabbat, even in the middle. So, so he asked him like this. On, on Shabbat, you start saying the weekday, Amidah, Maoshim, Meru. Amarwan, Domin Korotah Berachah. You finish the Berachah. Seatach, Onim Adam Da'at. On Shabbat, you continue. You make the Berachah. So that's a question. If you remember that you prayed already, you stop in the middle of the Berachah. But on Shabbat, if I start saying the weekday Amidah, and I remember, how come you let me finish the Berachah? Why are you stopping in the middle? Meaning, why, why is it that the Gemara answers, There's a difference. Because the person really is obligated to pray. You know you didn't pray before. It's the difference between forgetting and saying the wrong one. That's so that's the thing. For saying the wrong one, you really have to say the whole Amidah. Right. right. Now, the reason why we told you you don't make how come we don't say the weekday Berachah on Shabbat? Shabbat, because out of Kavot Shabbat, out of Kavot Shabbat, we don't bother you to say all your weekday problems on Shabbat. But if you start saying it, we don't let you stop in the middle. You got to finish the Berachah, because there's really no issue in saying it. It's not, it's not like you're saying it extra. It's really uh, so just saving you, but in the case, in the case that, he's, that he's saying uh, weekday on Shabbat, he, he, he didn't pray again. This is his first time. Praying. Right. So he's chayav to pray. Right. Really, what's the question? So let him. That's what I would that's think. That's sure. answer. He's obligated to pray. So we let him finish the Amidah. Let him finish that Berachah. The question was no, because over here that this Berachah is by mistake. This beracha is atachonen on Shabbat morning. What are you saying atachonen for? They have to bring it just to show us. But then that is, atachonen. You prayed already. You don't have to say that beracha. It's extra beracha. But over here, he prayed already. So there's no reason for him to say anything again. Amar Avida Amar Shmuel Talil b'Nechmas b'Daknesset Matzati Mushim Talilim. You walk into shul and you found that the shul is praying. If you're able to add something to your Amidah, you add. And you pray again. Meaning to say, if you're able to add an addition to your Amidah and make it something, something new to it, then we allow you to pray again. Even if you, uh, what's it called? Talel, you for sure pray. Now you're coming to the shul, now the shul's praying. We allow you to pray again if you mechadesh something, like a Torah Nidava. On a random, I pray that beat, and then I come to learn, and they're praying again at 10 o'clock. I'm going to pray again at 10 o'clock if I yes. want to add something. If you add something, like, like Gemara says. Like they love, like, they love, like, they love, add extra, extra credits, add extra tefillot. Get an extra sidur that has all the tefillot on the bottom and read them all. Just learn something. No, read something. Pray. Tell him he's praying. Pray extra. And pray more. Yeah. Why would you both cases? He said over here it says like this. If you don't, if you're not going to mechadesh something in the tefillah, some say after mechadesh and every beracha, some say just one thing. But if you're not going to make any chidushim, you're not allowed to pray again. But we said already you don't pray again. He said already that if you remember in the middle of Amidah you stop short. So why, how come he has to teach us both both cases? He has to teach us both cases. If you just tell me about the first case, and what was the case we just said? We just said you prayed 
and then you go into shul and you find that the minyan is praying. What does that mean? That means you prayed biachid. Oh, you prayed biachid. And then you go into shul and the shul is praying b'tibur, and you never prayed b'tibur. So, so you might story. think that the fact that you prayed at home and you didn't pray with the minyan, and now you faced the opportunity to pray with the minyan, now it's as if you didn't pray. Because what you gain? The, 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 the plus of praying with the minyan is so much greater that if you would line them up, it's as if you never prayed. So the answer is you could pray with them. So, one minute, we're finish that. So that's the second Everything? Case. But the first, one minute, but the first case, we're, we're talking about either a person in his own house, he prays. And then he doesn't remember if he prayed, Shachni. He's in the hospital or something, he doesn't remember if he prays. And then he starts praying again. And he remembers, then he has to stop in the middle. So they're both, if you are on the same level. They're both with Adam and Yan. Or both in Shul. He prayed Mincha with the Minyan, and now he's praying Mincha again. And he remembers he prayed already. So they're both on the same level. So Yachid, 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 and Sibur, Sibur, then that he tells us that you don't have to pray again. That makes sense. Yeah. But now that you're going, you have an upgrade from Tefillah B'Yachid to Tefillah with the Minyan, maybe that upgrade is so much more, it's as if you never prayed before. So that's why you have to say that second case. So now why does he have to tell us the first case? Why does he have to tell us the first case? You have to stop in the middle of the Benacha. The first is just a normal, normal case. But just say the second case. We have to tell me the first case for because the second oh, case is finished the better. Right. So that's it. The first case is stop in the middle. First case stop in the middle. You might think once you started, we allow you to finish. No. The first case is right. the that's harshest. That's now. You didn't start, you're praying yet. So if you know you pray, you don't pray again. But when you start the better, maybe you have to continue. So we need both cases. New case. And you see the shul is starting to pray the Amidah. If you're able to start and finish, before the Chazan gets to Modim, we don't want you saying Modim. We don't want the shul saying Modim. Wait, so this is a guy, he didn't pray. He just walked in. He didn't pray. He walked in late. This happens a lot, that you walk in and they up to the Amidah. Yeah, so do you, are you allowed to jump in? Are you allowed to jump in or not? Is this Shachrit or any of that? Um, this is, this is talking about Shachrit, but it will be the same for Mincha also. So you walk in, the in the Amidah, he's saying, should you wait for Hazara? <laughs> yeah, why? why? Because if you, would be, if you would be in the Amidah, you would be standing still. And when the Tzibur says Modim, it's going to be noticeable that, you didn't that, you're, that you're praying. What about Nagdishah? What do you think? If everybody's sitting down just going like this by Modim, is that looking like uh, he's, he's standing? I would say Nagdishah is more noticeable. Nagdishah is more noticeable. I'm trying to think. If everybody's standing up by Fazara, then everybody's bowing, one's not bowing, but still, everybody's, if they're all sitting. If you're not done, they say Modim, you should bow with them. Right. But now we're, we're before Even that. Even if you're in a different part. Right. So, what I'm, so what I'm saying is that you walk in and they all they just started Amidah. You're showing that you want it for prayer. Yeah, so you have so to. You just go you're in. not going to be able to, to get them. If, if they're going to get to Modim before you finish the Amidah, then you have to wait and say and say, say with the Chazan. But if you could finish in time. Chazara. Because the whole Chibur is bowing together. Modim so, because what's going to happen? You're going to ignore the Modim? Because you're going to be in Amidah. Amidah the whole shul's going to be saying Modim. And you're going to still be in Amidah. And you're going to be in Amidah. What are Nisarim? 
and finish before they get not to modim kedusha. It's even harder. It's even harder. Like you have, a, you, know, you have an extra three minutes. Take away three minutes. The mind come and boogie. What's the machloket? Marshavar yachid omer kedusha. Marshavar en yachid omer kedusha. The one who holds that you have till modim holds. He's not worried about kedusha nakisha. Because you know that Nakhtishach you can say on your own, you don't need a minyan. So since you can say Nakhtishach without a minyan, I'm okay. But the second opinion holds, and Meshua ben Levi holds, that an individual is not allowed to say Kiddushah. So if you miss Kiddushah, you, you lost it. So you have to make sure that you're able to finish the Amidah by the time they get up to Kiddushah. Or, How do we know that individual does not say Kiddushah? I will be sanctified amongst the Jewish people. So what's Betoch? We're going to learn from Betoch. Betoch means ten. Anything that you need a minyan for, has to have ten people. My mashma, how do we see ten people? The Tanya of Nayakhud and the Biacha, the Bichiaba Abba. It says, separate yourself. There were ten people over there by the Meraglim. So we learn from there ten people, ten people. Some say we don't learn from the Meraglim. Because if the Meraglim aren't good then. We want them to be, uh, if they're Mumad, one of them is not kosher, maybe you can add them for a minyan. So they learn it from Mishbor Ochel Betoch Mitzrayim, from the, when they're going to, to get, to, what's it called, get food from Mitzrayim. Also, 10 people of Shvatim. Okay, let's do the last okay. few lines and then I want to see this Mishnah in, in Masih. Okay. And everybody agrees that you don't interrupt your tefillah for Nakhtishach or for Modim. You don't interrupt. If you're in the middle of the Amidah, Chazan gets up to Nakhtishach, you don't interrupt. Gemara asks, are you allowed to interrupt for Kaddish? For Kiddushah. If you're in the Amidah and they do Nakhtishach, you don't even stop and listen? You, could st- you stop and listen, but you don't say it with them. What if you start with them? Then you could say it with them. You're up to it at the same yeah. time. With yeah. Them. yeah, so if I will, Ma'ala Gadom Vorach, are you allowed to answer Amen Yesh Meraban and Amidah? Maybe only Kiddushah. Nakhtishach and Modim, you know, but Yesh Ben Abbas is much more powerful. Maybe that you have to stop in the middle. So, Kiyat Aravdim Yamar Avyudah Rabbi Shimon, Talmideh De Rabbi Yochadan Ami Lakol and Mavzikin Chutz Miyesh Meg Adom Mevorach. Shafilu Osek Maasem Kavah Posek, 
So these uh, students of Rabbi Yochanan said that we don't interrupt Amidah for anything. Except for Yeshemer Meaning he holds that Yeshemer we interrupt. Even if a person is at even a higher level than learning than, than Tefillah, he's in the middle of Maasemet Kava. Maasemet Kava is he's learning in depth the, the way the Hashem's chariots are, are set up. So this is what we read on the Navi on uh, Shavuot morning. So he's in the depths of Maasem and Kava. Even then, he interrupts for Yeshemet for Yeshemet Abba. So since he interrupts for Yeshemet Abba, he interrupts during Tefillah also. I don't know what the comparison is because Oseg Maasem and Kava is Torah, and by Torah, any time you have a mitzvah overet, you have to interrupt. But by Tefillah, oh, so, so you have laws of being uh, mafsik in the middle. Making hamotzi on this trokdin. Torah. You have a mitzvah over. Person learning the mitzvah over. He doesn't do the mitzvah over. From the lecture of that kavat, we don't hold like him. We don't interrupt the yesh merabad during the amida. We said in the Mishnah <coughs> that Rabbi Yehuda holds that you make a beracha before and after the, by uh, your tzedot before Shema and after Shema you make the berachot. So it sounds like Rabbi Yehuda holds even though the guy is tamei he still makes berachot. Sounds like even though he's tamei he's allowed to learn. Where do we know that someone who's tamei is not allowed to learn? You should teach your children Torah and tell them about Har Sinai. And after that, it talks about Har Sinai. So we're learning a simichut, it's called. Since there are two bizukim connected to each other, one talks about Matan Torah, one talks about. Har Sinai. So, so, we'll so the same we'll way by Har Sinai, we'll someone who's Tameh was not allowed we'll in the camps. They had to separate for three days to make sure that they were pure. So too, all Torah needs to be learned with Tahara, and a person who's Tameh is not allowed to learn Torah. So the question is, Rabbi Yehuda said that he's allowed to make berachot. That means he's allowed to, he's allowed to learn Torah. So maybe Rabbi Yehuda doesn't hold the simuchim. Amar Rabbi Yosef, afiu man delo darish simuchim b'chol haTorah b'mishne Torah darish. Even according to those who don't hold the simuchim at all, if the simuchim is in devarim, he learns them. Let me explain what's going on. We had a question. Where do we know that you don't make a uh, you don't make benachol? We learn this from a simichut, from the fact that those two pesukim are together. So maybe Rabbi Uda doesn't believe in these derashot. The fact that there's two pesukim together that would create a halacha. So maybe he doesn't know that of this derasha. Gemara says that even Rabbi Uda, who holds no such thing as being doresh simuchim, the fact that they're together really agrees doesn't tell you anything. But if it's in Devarim, since Sefer Devarim was made as a, as a review of the other four books of the Torah, the order of the Sefer Devarim is important in a way that it would teach us new halachot. So over here, if it's in Mishneh Torah, then Rabbi Yehuda should be Doresh Simuchim, and he should say that Baal Keri, someone who's Tameh, is not allowed to learn Torah. So how could he hold that? How could he hold make Benachot? So Minala and the Lord Arish, where we know Rabbi Yudan in general doesn't make these simuchim, and Azayomer Neman Bechashefa Lotichayeh. 
got to kill the uh, the witch lady. Somebody who is shochev with an animal, somebody who lies with an animal, also gets killed. Why do we connect the, the mechashefa and shochev and because we're learning out what punishment they get. So this is how we learn that two Pesukim are together, we learn a new halakha from it. Because they're together, we're going to give Sikila, we're going to give the worst punishment just because the Pesukim are written next to each other. Being written next to each other is not a reason. For, 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 for uh, creating a, 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 the Onesh. Ela, there's a reason why the Mechashevah gets Ekila is a different source. One of the ways of uh, witches is Ovi There were different ways they would talk to the talk to the dead. They would wake them up and they would talk to them. So this is also not allowed. So Yatsu, how come we have a special pasuk singling out Ovi Yidoni? Because Ovi Yidoni says specifically Sekila, so any type of Mechashefa, any type of witch would also get Sekila. So he didn't, this isn't a pasuk. So what does it mean, Sofa? Yeah, it's a Hekesh, it's different than Simukim. Hekesh is the fact that they're Hukash to each other, Pasuk Simukim is just because it's next to it. Similar, but it's Hekesh is similar. So how do we know? We said that even though he doesn't hold the simuchim, if it's in the Varim, he does hold the simuchim. So he learns it from. So we see that Rabbi Yehuda holds the simuchim from here. Tanya, Rabbi Elias, Gomen, Adam, a person is, we know a person is not allowed to marry his father's wife. Even though it's not his mother, he's allowed to marry his father's wife. Not allowed to marry his father's wife. He's not allowed to marry his father's wife. So the Eliezer says that a person is allowed to marry Anusat Aviv. What is that? A father that, a father that raped somebody. The, according to the Eliezer, he's allowed to marry that lady. Anusat Benom Fudat also his sons. They're not real wives. They're not counted as wives, so he's allowed to marry them. Rabbi Yehuda says, no, you're not allowed to marry them. Why? How does Rabbi Yehuda learn that those, are all, that those ladies are off limits? What's the reason of Rabbi Yehuda? A person's not allowed to marry his father's wife. So a person, a father whose father was married to is not allowed to marry. How do we know that the Pasuk is also talking about where there wasn't a real marriage there? So the Samik led because the next Pasuk, this is Simuchim, the next Pasuk says, The Torah talks about what to do when there was a situation like that, when there was just a, a, a zona. He's asked to pay the money to the father. Amri, I asked to pay her money. Amri, in, in, the Mishneh Torah Darish. So we have a proof from here that the Biuda holds of Simuchim. Once we hold, he holds of Simuchim, we're back to our original question that we said originally that that there's Simuchim. It says 
next to Yom Hashiramata. Har Sinai is written next to teaching Torah. And the same way someone's Tameh wasn't allowed by Har Sinai, someone who is Tameh is not allowed by the, uh, what's it called? Is not allowed in, in the, in the, to, to learn Torah. So, and this Simuchim is in Sefer Devarim, and we just said that the Biyunda holds of Simuchim if it's in Sefer Devarim. So the Gemara answers, Ani Simuchim Evayla Leidach Yad Yeshua Ben Levi. Really, the Biyunda holds of Simuchim if it's in Sefer Devarim. But still, he holds, someone's Tameh is allowed to make Berachot. Why? Because the Simuchim that you, that you brought to say that someone's Tameh is not allowed to learn, he does something else with that. He uses it for Nabi Yeshua Ben Levi. Anybody who teaches someone Torah, it's as if he got it from Har Sinai. Let me just uh, summarize what just happened. Rabbi Yudah holds, you make a berachah before, and you make a berachah after. Why doesn't he hold of Simuchim? He doesn't hold of Simuchim. We, we, we proved that Abiyu Da hold of Simuchim if it's in seven Devarim. So if it's in seven Devarim, why doesn't Abiyu Da learn this Dirasha and say that Abal Kay is a suit to make Berachot? So on that, the Gemara is answering that really he holds of Simuchim, but that specific Dirasha he uses for Abiyu Shua ben Levi. And Abiyu Shua ben Levi, that says that anybody who teaches his children to Torah says if he accepted it from Arsinai. We'll stop here. Next Gemara is going to go. Uh,